The 80s were an era of musical excess, and photographer Mark Weissguy Weiss was there to document the biggest and most dangerous bands of the time. From Van Halen, Ozzy, Metallica, to Bon Jovi, Motley Crue, and Guns N' Roses, the Decade That Rock podcast will look back at the period's most historic music and moments through Mark's iconic images. New interviews with rock stars both old and new will give fans a backstage pass to the most hedonistic era in music. Along for the ride is me, Mark's co-host, Greg Alpern, music journalist, comedy podcast host, and 80s rock addict, and I'll help shape the conversation from a fan's perspective. Come with us for a decadent celebration of the decade that rocked. So, Mark, um, I think today I want to talk to you about your museum show that just started in Monmouth um, at the museum, and you uncovered a very important piece of history by finding the original Slippery When Wet t-shirt from the Bon Jovi Slippery When Wet album, and I know there's a lot of stories around that, Um, but why don't we first talk about what the album cover was supposed to be, not what it turned out to be. Like what you, you were obviously yeah. involved in that. So what, you know, tell us about that story. Well, I got a call from management and saying that they were going to do the album and the album was titled Wanted or Wanted Dead or Alive after the song. So they all wanted to, you know, be, have me create this like Billy the Kid type gang poster. So they all came into my studio one at a time, all the guys, and they all grew a beard, you know, two weeks, three weeks, and they came in one at a time. And then I kind of pieced it together and I made this, uh, wanted dead or alive poster and that was supposed to be the cover and then we decided uh you know they didn't want to be scruffy on the cover so we used that as the background on another shoot we did in vancouver so they flew me to vancouver where they were still recording or finishing mixing or something uh and so i went there i found all the band that have uh you know like uh like a hideaway uh and i hung up the poster and the band just kind of were wearing like you know cool rock clothes and that was supposed to be the cover and then uh they just had a change of heart and they came up with slip and wet uh inspired by the number five club in vancouver where the girls would go in this plexiglass kate you know uh shower right and go on with a t-shirt and it gets wet and then you know gets see-through and then you know then it comes off right uh, and then all there was all these hills up there so there's all these slip and wet signs so I don't know if it was Doc. I think it was Doc McGee, the manager, came up with it. Said, you know, cold, slippery, and wet. I think it was Doc, and that ended up sticking. And then we needed some imagery. Uh, went back to Jersey, and uh, a couple of weeks later, uh, we did a shoot with the band uh, where John was staying over in Bradley Beach. He had an apartment across the, from the beach. Had all the girlfriends come by, and their motorcycles and their cars and. You know, we kind of had the shot and we were going for it, but it turned up that like all the girlfriends were kind of like, they didn't have really big breasts. So uh, we were like, we, we were like, we need a girl with big breasts. So we're at the beach <laughs> and I sent my, my assistant, my best friend, Danny Sanchez, uh, go across the street and, he, and he's like, you know, someone come with me. I have any volunteers and Tico raised his hand <laughs> of course. And, uh, across the street and in search for a beautiful girl with large breasts and that's where they met Angela so speaking of Angela we'll get to her in a second um but you guys happen to have a bunch of slippery when wet t-shirts conveniently printed up and on hand for the shoot well that was the concept the concept we had the t-shirts you know we we printed we 
you know, we wanted all the girlfriends to wear the t-shirts. Yep. Uh, we were, you know, we didn't, I don't think they were cut up. They were just t-shirts. And uh, so, yeah, so that, that was the, the concept, but we didn't have any idea that it would be one girl that was going to be on the cover. Like that came afterwards. We were right. just kind of like, you know, we were just, you know, I do photo shoots kind of backwards, you know, uh, you know, come up with an idea and let's see where it goes kind of thing. Yeah. And that, that was the case for this, you know, we just threw it together. We knew we were going to have fun. I mean, come on, we're at the beach, women, cars. Jersey so, you know, and uh, so, you know, fun and in the sun. And uh, you and put then, together one of the most uh, recognized album jacket cover posters in rock and roll history, um, music history. And today is a is a day that I, as a music fan, a kid of that era, could not be more excited to have joining us than someone that I had on my wall, my high school textbooks product to this day, uh, Angela Chinisi, who is better known as the Slippery When Wet Girl. Absolutely. How are you, Angela? I'm good. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us today. That's great. I'm happy to be here. So what, what do you remember about that day <laughs> and getting on, on the album or getting shot for what you didn't know was going to come of it? Well, just being uh, on the beach with my friend and then being approached <laughs> by one of the Bon Jovi band members and the security guy coming up to us and saying, hey, would you like to be on an album? We're shooting an album down in Bradley Beach. Would you like to come down and, you know, be a part of that? And so my friend and I said, sure, why not? So we went down to where the shoot was and... It was just awesome because um, we were actually washing a car and, and just, it was fun. It wasn't just like, you know, like a taping or like photographs. It was just, um, you know, it was a lot of fun. So we were washing the car at the same time as, as they, you know, shot the uh, right. photos. So being a, a girl from Jersey, were you familiar with the band before Tico rolled up on you with security and said, hey, come let my friend Mark shoot you for an album cover or an album that may or may never see, you know, the photo on it? Uh, be honest, not really, because my friend and I were like, Bon Jovi, like we heard him, but we weren't really so, you know, like we knew one of his songs was Runaway at the time and that was it. And I think he only had like one album out at the time, right. I think. Yeah. So we knew that and, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, that was it so right so mark what um i mean this you know that was the lead into how the whole thing happened but what you know what else can you tell us about shooting that day and, and ultimately what what transpired to be you know this insanely popular very well known in immediately recognizable piece of rock and roll history uh well you know it was a fun day shooting at the end they uh they they poured a bucket of water on my head as a wrap and that was a wrap. And then uh, John pulled me to the side. He goes, let's take Angela to, the, to your studio, uh, you know, next week. Uh, and this, this maybe, maybe it's a cover. I think it's a cover. And I said, all right. <laughs> so um, I asked Angela and she said, of course. So Angela came up to my studio and uh, we had the t-shirt. And I guess I, I didn't remember cutting it up, but Angela said, uh, I cut it. Did, so I cut it. Did I cut it? Tell me what happened. You came into the studio. 
you cut it up as we progressed into the shoot, you, you know, we were up against the plexiglass and as we were going through it all, you kind of said, yeah, let's just cut it over there and let's show some skin a little bit. And so then that's how we cut the t-shirt up and <laughs> the rest is history with that. <laughs> I'm going to take Angela's word for it, by the way. I'm on her side. I'm going with her version of the story. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. You know, I had, you know, I had, you know, the water, it was a little see-through-y, uh, um, and it was just very sexy, you know, I guess got soap, we put soap on the plexiglass, yeah. uh, and uh, I really only needed to shoot like a ro one roll of film, but I, I shot like 20. Yeah, of course you did. Um, so, but ultimately it's not what was used on the, re the album cover. So what led to the change and then to what is, you know, mo you know known as the Slippery One One album cover, which is the garbage bag with the words yeah. yeah so what happened was uh you know it was pretty much done i believe the record company printed like a half a million copies and two hundred thousand of them already went to japan already ready to go and uh and you know it was 1985 86 and the pmrc was in full swing i actually just went to the, uh washington dc with d snyder to talk in front of uh, the pmrc and the pmrc hearings with john denver and frank zappa so I was very familiar with what was going on and I was kind of like, you know, I had a feeling it, it, it might've been a little too racy, even though really it wasn't that crazy. Cause you know, there's album covers in the seventies, like, you know, chic yeah. and it's, you know, Herb Albert. Yeah. Yeah. Herb Albert. Uh, but because of the times and because rock and roll was getting a lot of crap for things and, uh, and it was rebellion, I guess. Uh, so, they didn't want anything to, uh, you know, hold back a, the sales and like, you know, Walmart and stores that would, you know, cater to mainstream, uh, you know, America. Uh, and they, you know, people go, parents go shopping for their kids for Christmas and they're not going to bring home a picture of Angela to give to their 12 year old boy. You know what I mean? Uh, so they kind of like scrapped the idea and just said, we have to come up with something else. And, no idea what it was going to be. The record company came up with this idea that was totally ridiculous and I had to go through the motions and it's in, in my book as well too, but for the first time. And it's basically a, a bar of soap that they spent $2,000 on, you know, carefully like, you know, it's a slippery when wet. And then they hired a hand model for a thousand bucks and uh, it was just ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I shot in that, in that shoot, I shot one roll of film. Uh, and, uh, and I turned it in and, and I think the record company loved it or the guy. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I looked at John, I said, John, please tell me that's not going to be, I don't even want my name on that one. Right. And, uh, he said, well, we got to come up with something else. And I said, I don't have a clue. And just, he called, he came by the next day, said, Mark, I'm coming over to the studio, get me a black, you know, hefty bag, garbage bag and, uh, some water. He, he told me he wanted to write something on it. Uh, and so I got some oil, so it, it would take to the background and I sprayed it as soon as he came in, he goes, spray that on there. And he wrote slippery when wet and he goes, that's it, you know, send it to the record company. I said, don't you want to see the Polaroid? He goes, he didn't even stick around. He just left. He's like, that's it. And, uh, I turned it around and took a couple rolls of it, sent it to the record company and the rest is, is history, you know? And, uh, I was disappointed. It's like, you know, cause I, I really loved the image of Angela. Right. However, it did make its way out there. They used it for the, the, uh, the tour book in Japan and in America. 
uh, t-shirts and, you know, everywhere else, uh, you know, so, you know, iconic image. Yeah. But wasn't the jacket, it wasn't on the inside record jacket. No, And the inside, it was the band photo with, with the, all the girls. Yeah. That was in there. Right. Well, it's, it lives on in infamy forever. Yeah. And then when I got this museum together at Monmouth Museum, uh, I started like, uh, pulling all my gold records, my tour jackets, my passes, my laminates. And then I started pulling artifacts that I had uh, that, that I, from shoots. And one of them was uh, the Slippery One Wet t-shirt. Uh, and so we have that on display and people could pose with it. And we, we just had this event on the weekend. Uh, so I had Angela come and she was a star there, you know, everyone was loving it. Um, and then another, uh, band from the 80s that I used to, my first metal band that I ever shot was White Tiger, who did an appearance, uh, Neil, uh, Neil Thomas and, and Dan Muro, uh, along with uh, Joey DeMeo, uh, who was in a band called Faith Healer that I shot back in the day. So they kind of regrouped and they played a Zeppelin's, you know, Zeppelin's song and a, and a David Lee Roth. And, and we had a great time. It was like you're very nostalgic and very historic, really, you know. So how did you, how did you and Angela reconnect? Uh, actually, I, I've been putting feelers out for a long time and I, and I just, you know, I'm like, I, I gotta try harder. And I just, uh, I think I posted something and one of the, one of my fans on my Facebook, uh, uh, said her, her, I know how to get a hold of her. Or here's her, you know, she sent me a, her name. I guess she changed her name. Uh, uh, and so I kind of figured it out, you know, cause she was married and, uh, I got, I just kind of Googled it and it's gets, it's getting easier to find people. I think that her phone number was, even, Oh no, I think I just found her Facebook or I, I forget, but I, I got it. I got her information and I reached out to her and she got back to me and that was it. Angela, what did you think when you heard from Mark Weiss guy Weiss after, I don't even, I can't even do the math, but 30, 30 plus years. 30 plus years. Yeah. Um, he emailed me a, I don't know how, or he texted me or something. And then uh, he emailed me and said, hey, my, my book's out. It took me five years and my book is out. And, um, you know, I want you to, you know, you know, want to get you a copy. And then we just started talking and, you know, so he was talking about the museum and um, getting together. And then that's how everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I didn't want to give her too much at once, so I, I said, I want to give you a book, you know? I want to give you a book, and I want you to make appearances, you know? Because uh, yeah, you know. she's never heard that one before. Hey, I want to <laughs> give you a book. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, she's got a, you know, it's a full page in there, and she's oh, in sure. the band with the shot, with the whole band is in there, too. So she, and then she's also in the, in the chapter opener is the cover. So she's in there three times. It's great. But, it, you know, it tells the whole story. It's like, uh, it's probably the most in-depth story I have in my in the book, talking about, you know, the whole evolution of the album cover. Right. And just to have Angela there was, it was awesome. We did a little photo shoot. Uh, we actually set up the plexiglass in the blue background, and I set it up just how I, you know, because in the museum, I have a darkroom set up. I also have a studio, how I used to, you know, have everything. Yep. So. And then we have her big picture in a canvas. So it's, it's you know, we're trying to make it as museum. Star of the show. 
Yeah. Definitely yeah. the star of the show. So, Angel, what did you what did you do after like you were obviously a model, right? So you did spokesperson work and ring girl stuff. Like what did you do after? Um, after the Bon Jovi or Yeah. Like where, um, where did your career take you? Oh God, I did many things. Like I said, I that the, my career just pretty much, you know, took off after that. Um I became a round car girl um, for Trump Plaza um, in Atlantic City. So I did all the major boxing events for Tyson Holyfield. Um, did you know the convention center? Did that for many years. Um, had pictures with all of them. It was uh, it was it was just great. Um, and then after that, um, I actually auditioned. Donald Trump was having an audition in New York for a game show at the time. And um, in another room um, set up was Howard Stern, the, the, <laughs> the cast from Howard Stern. So they were checking in all the women that were coming in and looking at their, because you had to bring your portfolio, like, you know, and so they were checking the girls in and just looking at their pictures and they saw mine and they said, hey, you know, um, you know, would you be interested in like, you know, you know, coming on the show or, you know, being a part um, um, it was like called a blind date with a blind man. It was, you know, how it turned. <laughs> so I was like, sure. So uh, <laughs> went in to meet with them. And then I did the opening of uh, Howard Stern uh, when he had a show on Channel 9. It was at 11 o'clock at night. And I was on the taping of that for almost about four years. Wow. So he just, you know, the opening meaning he had this Howard Stern on my chest and he took a laser and threw the laser and it lit up on my chest the Howard Stern show so <laughs> yeah so that, that's so I did that and um did other things after and then I went on his show and um just did a lot of um photography did a lot of modeling um and just I did it was became very successful with with that so right yeah I imagine that you had a lot of opportunities uh, yeah. at thrown your way after being on that and then certainly the Stern show I mean it's it's two of the biggest pop culture things you you could have put yourself on <laughs> or we're also uh, Miss was it Miss Freehold or Raceway Park uh, or? yeah that was yeah Miss English Town Raceway actually yeah. Um, yeah it was cute when they announced they're like you know the slippery and wet girl uh, <laughs> <Angela>. <laughs> yeah so that was great also right. I forgot that's right. I, I do many things. So um, it was exciting. Right. So, so one, one thing I really want to know, I, I'd love to ask you, and I'm curious Mark's take on this too, is, you know, you're so incredibly recognizable from your neck to your hips, right? From, <laughs> from, or from, from the slippery when wet, you know, poster, you know, album stuff. Like what, you know, how do you, how do you wrap your mind around that word? You know, they sold 28 million records and all kinds of merchandise and all this stuff. And it's one of the most iconic images in music history. And it's, it's your neck down. <laughs> I know. Well, to be honest, I'll, I, I, when I tell people, I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm on the Bon Jovi Slippery and Wet Out Woman. Like, that's you? It's like, how is that you? And then I have to say, but it's me. Look, it's my mouth down. <laughs> it's my chest. You don't know it's... <laughs> So, uh, you know, and then they're like, wow, that's really you. So it's, you know, I know. So right. being the picture, the photo was taken. 
Mark, did you take any picture? Like, does that photo exist with her face in it, or was it always intended to be taken neck down? You know what? Actually, I think I don't even think I. I mean, I would think I would have done that. I'm gonna have to dig in and see, but I don't think I don't know. I think I just got it from like her mouth down. But I, sh I really should have got the whole thing. Typical guy. <laughs> Typical guy. I'll check. I mean, I, actually, at the museum, I have a, a slide sheet of, of 12 images where, uh, you know, you could check out and all that. And they're all very similar. They're just, you know, every little angle and one that we picked was just like the perfect angle. Uh, you know, the soap was always hiding something. So, you know, I did have to shoot quite a bit to get to get that, that magic image, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's... It really is incredible. Um, you know, is there any other any other cool stories about this, Mark? You want to talk about besides uh, just all the stuff you guys are trying to do together with the book and the the museum and incorporating her into this yeah, show? I know I'm trying. I'm trying to drag her into back to get back in the limelight. You know, you know, people were saying whenever I try to try to find her, they're like, "Oh, she doesn't want anything to do with this anymore," and I'm like. Really? I said, I, I bet you if I get in touch with her, she'll, I can, I can, you know, get her to, you know, do some, do some stuff. So I have some ideas. Like I actually just, I was like, I think a few nights ago, I just woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, that's a good idea. And I want to do a contest because I want to travel once the pandemic thing, you know, uh, gets cleared up and, uh, you know, we have a vaccine and everyone thinks to get some kind of normalcy. I want to, I want to, go on tour. I want to travel around with some bands. I want to go to radio stations, do gallery openings. And I want to like, uh, you know how the radio stations have like a girl, ca a calendar of the girls. Yeah. Well, I want to do one with rock t-shirts and have them cut, you know, cut them up and, uh, and have Angela, you know, be like, you know, she could be a judge or something, you know, with me and, you know, and, and just have a calendar in each territory of uh you know rock and roll t-shirts of right. you know hot girls but but not not young girls but girls that are that would have been in the 80s like really? so like angela like between 40 and 50 or you know in that area where that that were part of the experience and and do contests and promote you know and sell some books too and print. i i my my two cents into this and not to be anything than what it is but um i would suggest a recreation of the photo shoot one day for YouTube well, well, <laughs> for charity. Well, well, we, we actually did. We just did it last week. Well, yeah, but like with, with the setting the same way, like really like recreated 35 years later. No, we did. We did, we did it with the plexiglass and the blue and the seamless. And oh, really? oh, I did. We just, yeah. We did it at the museum. Right. Ange? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. You know, you told me that I didn't realize it was the exact same thing. So, and, <laughs> Forget YouTube, just it's well, out there. <laughs> it's not out there yet. We have it in the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah it will be. Yeah. Um, listen, this was awesome for me. Really incredible. I'm glad we got a chance to do this um, and talk to Angela. It, it is super, um, I, I think, important to many people who are fans of the music and the band and obviously know the poster and you from that. Um, and, you know, thank you. Like, really. It's awesome. Ben, seeing you in the slippery one wet shirt today, also incredible. I know. Look how hot she is. She's awesome. I know. She's so nice, too. She's very friendly. People, she, you know, you know, fans would come up to her and 
ask her for her autograph on the tour, you know, on the tour, um, tour program. I remember this one girl during the day, she's like, is Angela here? I said, no, she's going to be here later. I, and cause, because of the, uh, the COVID we had to only have like 45 each hour. So, uh, she wasn't going to, Angela wasn't coming till the later shift. And this girl like waited for her, you know, like a rock star. It was fun. Did you ever do one last thing before we split? Did you have you done like any of these cons where you go and, and sign stuff? Neighbor yeah. Comes yeah. 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 No, never I, did. I want, yeah, I want to I do like when uh, Chiller or, you know, one of those conventions. I was telling you about that, right, Angela? Uh, where they have like Eddie Munster, you know, and all these, you know, Linda Blair was there. They have some really cool people. And I think if me and Angela are set up and we have, I have posters now too. Oh, absolutely. Centerfalls uh, of, of it, you know, and I feel like if that was there and you get a picture with her, you can make some money, Angela. Oh, yeah. that, that's definitely a thing. I want to do it, so. <laughs> All right, okay, so well, we're do. doing it. We're doing it. All right, so what's uh, going on in the future with you guys? Well, we're going to do some promotion, you know, get some books out there and, you know, hopefully uh, do some more photo shoots. I mean, I'd love to shoot her again. You know, it's like when I shot her over the weekend, it's like, I really miss shooting her. It's like, yeah. I can't stay away from her. She's right. so amazingly hot. And, you know, <laughs> and she's the slippery wet girl and I photographed her yep. and I don't want to stop. Yeah. Well, you have a, an, an amazing um, subject matter to shoot. Um, so what do you think? Angela, like, what are you? What are you thinking? Oh my God, it would be great! I would love to promote Mark's book and do another photo. Hey, show. give me a little bit. Come on, come on, right here, baby. Look at the camera. Look at the camera. That's it, man. That's a wrap. Another photo shoot. And yes, look, everyone wet. A decade that rocks. That's right. See you. Bye.